pressing this button. I'm hitting the green button, and we are waiting for the green light. It's actually a red button. Very loud. It's going to get noisy. Are you ready for the noise? No! Get those words! Well, good morning, everybody. You know what all that noise means. It means it's time for the Bid Nerds, your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars on all the automotive enthusiast auction sites, including Bring a Trailer, Rad for Sale, Cars and Bids, P-Car Market, whatever other auction sites we happen to uh, stumble across, and we stumble often. Um, good morning, Michael Deeb uh, in the Bay Area. How are you? Good morning, John. What's happening? Uh, you know, well, you know, I was going to say my name and you said it for me. There it is, John Flomick. I'm doing A to the Hey, it's you. It's the middle of the week and uh, we thought since, since we don't know what we're doing, we thought we'd bring some other people on to uh, continue in that tradition. Uh, today we have a pretty special guest. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, can you... I, I, you're going to have yeah. to introduce, introduce yeah, our guest because he's just got a laundry list of, well, he has a laundry a, list. He sent us his laundry list earlier and wanted <laughs> you to do his dry cleaning. Um, this is but, a, uh, who are we talking to today? This is a great friend of mine from the Bay Area, somebody who I've looked up to since I was a kid, hanging out with my dad and his friends and cars. Uh, this is John J. Lamb, uh, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, you may recognize him because he is a recovering journalist and currently the czar of the world's largest endurance racing series on the planet, otherwise known as the 24 Hours of Lemons. Jay Lamb, good morning. Welcome. Good morning, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, Jay, you're in Berkeley, California. Is that fair to say? You're just across uh, well, the bay? no, actually, right now I'm in Santa Cruz, California. Oh. My, our offices are in Emeryville, which is Berkeley adjacent. Right. But, you know, since uh, February of 2020, ain't nobody gone into our offices. I yes. could probably see if they've burned down between then and now. So, yeah. so we're trying to do everything remote. There's a family of five male bums that are squatting in your facility probably. right now with a fire... You know with a fire and mushrooms telling telling stories about train hopping, you know? <laughs> Frankly, the last time I saw the office, that would be an improvement. So I'm sure I'm sure they're doing just fine. Oh my goodness. All right, Jake, really quickly, uh, the history of the lemons. Now I've told people a story that's my version of the story and may not have anything to do with the truth. Yeah. But back in the 90s, Martin Swig did a rally that was called the Double 500, where exactly you had that. to travel 500 miles in a car that you paid $500 for, which, by the way, sounds like a rally JP would put on because JP is the most <laughs> least pretentious, absolutely hardcore car guy I know. And Martin Swig had a, had a, had a laundry list full of millionaire friends, and yeah. he forced them to get off their pretentious horses and come to California and drive a $500 car. And somehow, in between my dad buying a Datsun, a 1961 Datsun, like 1100cc. Which was a spectacular car, by the it way. Was a, I, I, I yeah. literally wish I kept that car. I saw yeah. one on TV yesterday. Anyways, uh, somehow he handed this to you and it became the 24 Hours of Lemons. Give us the, the quick bio on that. What happened? Well, there's a little more backstory than that. So yeah. I, was doing, I was doing Martin's California Melee, uh, you know, as right. a 
as a participant for, right. for years and years. And one night, as you do on the California Millie, we were sitting around and we were all kind of fairly drunk. Drunk, yes. Yeah. And Martin was going on and on, and, and and Martin was great. I mean, Martin really invented the flavor of automotive enthusiasm that we have in this country right now. That's he right. was the guy that brought to this country the idea of these are not precious things that you're too afraid to drive to the store. These right. are machines that you get in, they were made to move, and you drive the hell out of them. He's really the guy that brought that to this country. Yes. So anyway, we're sitting around, we're having a, a few bottles of Mario Andretti's terrible wine. Ooh. And Martin <laughs> says cook with that, yeah. Yeah, no, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. And Martin and Martin says, you know, look around this room. These are the smartest, most dialed car guys in the world. I said, Martin, I mean, that's great and all, but that's a bunch of crap. These yeah. are half dialed car guys and half guys who are solving all of their problems with the checkbook wrench. They, yeah. they wouldn't know how to fix a car if they had to. I mean, these guys are just spending their way out of the problem, half of them. I right. said, if you really wanted to, if you really wanted to separate the men from the boys here, you wouldn't let them spend a million dollars on their car and a million dollars with Conrad Stevenson making it a Pebble Beach winner. Right. You would say $500 cap. He said, I, I'm not going to do that, blah, 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 blah. And I just dared him. I said, okay, Martin, how about this? How about let's do a rally, $500 cap. Let's do it together. I'll rope in all of my friends. And you just tell me, like, I don't know, how do you book a hotel for 10 guys? I yeah. didn't know any of that stuff. So yeah. we did it together for about five years. That's and amazing. I realized, you know, it's not hard enough. Yeah. Like, too many people are succeeding at getting 500 miles. Weren't Hang enough breakdowns. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on a second here, guys. Um, let me turn this off. So, uh, I'm having a computer problem here, guys. Hang on. A second. Okay. Well, we're hearing you. No worries. Worries. Okay. I'm good. Five hundred dollar thing. I, I got to so, five hundred. Oops. Sorry, cut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, uh, after about five years, of that too many people were succeeding, and I said, "Okay, Martin, now let's go to a racetrack because clearly a five hundred dollar car can go five hundred miles, going to go twenty four hours." And Martin said. I am not doing that. That's a terrible idea. But, you know, I'll advise you if you want to try it yourself. I'll give you advice. I put on a lot of events. I'll just show you how to do events. And that That's was it. Right. So he didn't he didn't want to have his own uh, liability on the line, but he was very happy to have me do it. But he held your hand through the process. Yeah, and, and he Jay, totally held my hand. Jay, I, I think my dad was on every double 500, and I was on two or three of them with him maybe yeah but yeah. after that five-year thing how many years has the 24 hours of lemons been going as of today uh well we've been doing it for 15 years 15 we've been, years the first that, race was 15 amazing. years ago and that's martin incredible. when you know when did martin die i mean martin was really six years five, ago yeah yeah and, five, and six years you know ago? he was my mentor and my yep. friend and he really he and a couple other guys like Eric Zausner and, and yeah, Dennis yeah. Brookheimer really put me on this path. I couldn't have done any of this without them. Yeah. And, you know, I miss him. Stuff will come up today and I'll yeah. say, well, what would Martin tell me to do? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Take the money. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Very good. And, you know, Dennis Brookheimer um, was a good friend of my dad's. And when my dad was alive, Dennis used to give me shit all the time my dad would complain about me as son to dennis yeah. so every time i saw dennis dennis knew my most intimate yeah personal screw-ups and he would tease yeah. me about him and i hated the guy and then my dad passed away <laughs> and dennis has been watching out for me ever since and yeah. i i treasure yeah. those relationships he's, so Jay, he's a guardian angel he really yeah. is jay yeah. one last story for jp that'll get, give him a kick in the pants 
uh, when you were a very active journalist and you used to have access to really cool cars. And one day you came by the Knob Hill Cafe in the late 90s in an authentic Japanese domestic market. Oh, yeah. Uh, 22B. And it was like white and pink, yeah. right-hand drive. Yeah. And yeah. let my yeah. dad drive it around the block. And yeah. I was only hearing about those cars in car magazines. This was before the computer and the internet. And, and you showed up with a car that was pure unobtainium. And yeah. I thought that I, at that moment, you were the coolest guy I had ever met because you had <laughs> uh, a car that was we, a long we time ago. Only sadly. talk about, yeah, but neat yeah. stuff, really neat stuff. And so, Jay, thank you so much. I treasure our friendship and thank you for coming on the show. Well, today. that is really sweet. I really appreciate that. Thank you. And we, we, I mean, we've shared seats in the Miata at, uh, at Laguna Seca. We've rallied together. We've raced together. We've drank together. Thank you for coming on. You're, you're about to regret all of that when Absolutely. for the next 45 <laughs> minutes, I don't know the price of any vehicle whatsoever. <laughs> what he's, what he's going to be really upset about, and you guys probably won't be friends anymore, and we have seen Deep lose friends here, uh, you're going to wipe the floor with, his, with him uh, on, on your bid. My guess no is chance. you're going to beat him chance. on every single yeah. one. He's going to be like, I'm never talking to that guy again. Beginner's luck. Beginner's <laughs> luck. Well, we have some fun cars, uh, and we had some fun cars yesterday, JP. So what are we doing? Yeah, so uh, before we get to, well, let's just real quick just uh, remind the audience if uh, for those new folks who are joining us, uh, for the new nerds in Nerd Nation and the nerd herd out there, uh, what we do on this show is we sift through all the automotive enthusiast auction sites like Bring a Trailer, and we, I mean, there's hundreds of cars for sale every single day. Auctions are closing left and right. We whittle it down to the most interesting cars of the day so you don't have to. Uh, we find those cars that are the most interesting, we discuss them, and we make predictions as to what we think they will sell for when their auctions close, when the uh, when the hammer hits the sound block later today uh, when their auctions close. Listen, every single car we talk about is listed in the comments below. So you can go ahead and check ahead, check ahead of us. You can see the cars that we're going to talk about uh, and you can uh, afford, you know, it, get yourself informed, find out uh, all about those cars and let us know what you think your predictions for those cars closing later today will be. Let's see if you're better than us uh, at it than we are, uh, which pretty much everyone is. All right, so let's, oh, before we do that, let's uh, let's hit, make sure you hit the subscribe, like, and notification button. Uh, Deeb, let's talk about yesterday's cars. We had some pretty amazing cars we did have some cool cars we we had a very eclectic group that i think jay would be proud of as a gearhead um and bay area escapist um let's see our first car john was the uh 1996 porsche 911 c4s this is a 993 c4s with just 19,000 original miles polar silver with what porsche calls a chestnut interior uh jay in the back in the day we would call this a brick red full leather yeah. interior yeah. uh 993s have been strong since uh they gave the last one to uh what's his name uh the comedian um What's Did the Seinfeld get the last Seinfeld. one? Yeah, Seinfeld got the last one on the show. The last mm -hmm. ever C2S that came out of the factory. They handed it to him on the oh. finale of Seinfeld. Oh, of course um, they did. But the car has been strong ever since. Now, 964s have come up, but we have seen any sort of air-cooled coupe with a stick go for ridiculous money. And this one being an unusual colorway and absurdly low miles and on bring a trailer, which is far and away the, the broadest platform with the greatest reach. We thought, JP, that this car would go bananas. Yesterday morning when we were looking at it, it was hovering around $140,000. And you and I boldly predicted, like a couple of idiots, that it was going to break the bank. I said one seventy-five. dollars 
and you rarely take the over. You went 180 grand on this car, and I didn't think your bid was bad. If this car brought $200,000 yesterday on BAT, I don't think either one of us would have blinked. But our car only got a couple more bids, JP, and it sold for just $143,993 yesterday on Bring a Trailer, meaning I got the win, but undeservedly so because we weren't really close. So, Jay, what do you think of somebody spending $144,000 on an air-cooled Porsche? You know these things still leak, right? <laughs> I, You know, actually, I think two things. One, that's way cheaper than I would have. I would have put that at about 180 as yeah. well, maybe even go. 200. Like you said, I wouldn't have yeah. been surprised that went over 200. Yeah. But I don't know. Is that a reality check? At the end of the day, you know, it's kind of – it's not the only one in the world. Um, it's an interesting interior color. It's not an interesting exterior color. I mean – you know, it's just another goddamn silver 993. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little shocked. I would have thought that was a $200,000 car. I, I think I think we would agree. So maybe yeah. the question, JP, is if that was a two-wheel drive, would it have brought the money that you and I were thinking? And Jay would have agreed. It certainly would have brought more. And by, you know, and we're talking at least double-digit percentage more because a C2S yeah. is absolutely worth more than a C4S. Yeah. So there you uh, go. For maybe sure, that was it. You know, and then the other question is, would a, you know, would a turbo bring this kind of money now we there was sure. a moment there where turbo 993s were pushing two hundred thousand dollars on the regular uh and they kind of flattened it they dropped and then flattened they out. softened up yeah. yeah and it sure seems like they're coming back uh with a vengeance um but it seems like the more mundane ones are bringing the you know bigger money by contrast to what they were bringing i mean we used to see less than six months ago a regular 993 with about the same miles a narrow body one same year same everything else uh you know would bring i don't know forty fifty thousand dollars and now we're looking at ninety thousand dollar cars so yeah. uh for if the c4s went up the same percentage as the regular ones i think our numbers uh our predictions made sense but it just yeah. doesn't seem like the more expensive ones are are getting there uh it's yeah. like the less expensive ones are coming up yeah that, that result really surprised me because it was on BAT and the photos were decent and the car's really clean. So, and yeah. well, and you result. said it was a 19,000 mile car, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that with the Porsche wackos, I mean, that means a lot too. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought that would have pushed it up. Yeah, <laughs> Porsche wackos. We know those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We are those people. What are you yes, talking about? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. P car market back east had a 1999 Mercedes Benz E55 AMG. Now, we've seen a few of these cars start to break forty dollars and $45,000 with low miles in original condition. This car was in LA with 150,000 miles. And so we wondered how the P car New Yorkers would sell an LA Mercedes. It's a Stuttgart car, but the, 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 it ends there. So our car was at 10 grand yesterday morning, JP. I said 15. You took the more conservative tack at 14. Our car did not get another bid, and yet it still sold at $10,000. So fair price, and how much money do you think this guy left on the table by dealing with P-Car versus, say, BAT? Jay, what do you think? Well, I can't speak to P-Car versus BAT. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all you guys. But, I mean, these things, these are garbage. I mean, I, I would not. I would not give you a thousand dollars for that car because as soon as I mean, they're wonderful when they're running, and as soon as you try yeah. to drive to the dentist 
and you get a tech <laughs> engine light, it's a free car. So yeah. I'm shocked <laughs> that somebody even pays ten for these things. I guess there's always somebody with a fantasy in the yeah. back of their mind that they're going to be, you know, Crockett and Tubbs, and yeah. this thing's going to be awesome. And that lasts about four days until the first lights come on. <laughs> JP, agree with that sentiment? It's yeah, a free I car mean, the, after the, about a week. <laughs> the, the, the E55 is definitely a problematic little beast. And with this many miles, uh, I don't care what platform it is. If it's BAT, if it's P-Car Market, if it's Cars and Bids, uh, you're going to have a hard time selling a hundred, nearly 160,000 mile, uh, you know, late yeah. 90s Mercedes. That's just, you're yeah. asking for issues. Yeah. Uh, would it have brought more money on BAT? You know, I, I think Probably. so. Uh, you know, for all sorts of reasons, but uh, I don't, I mean, I mean, it's an, I think something like this, when you have something as inexpensive as this car, you're not going for that 40,000 bucks uh, for this car. And you got to hand it to the seller for saying, you know what, uh, let's set a reserve low enough that 10,000 bucks buys yeah. this thing. Uh, you know, they were realistic. And at that point, you're like, well, do I wait the month and a half to get on BAT? Or do I just uh, work with these PCAR guys who will get it for sale tomorrow? Uh, and they will, <laughs> you know, they, they, yeah. that's one thing about PCAR yeah. market, man, they can get that car for market really fast. Um, so yeah. you look at unload something like this. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. they did it. Congratulations to all involved. And I think uh, yeah. it's a beautiful car. Uh, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> right. Well, and let's be let's be fair here too. This guy, the seller, I am betting you, he got this thing at an auction in a warehouse somewhere in yep. Passaic. He detailed <laughs> the living hell out of it. He probably paid thirty two hundred dollars for it. He's thrilled. You yeah. know? Oh, made absolutely. Six grand on his time. Absolutely, absolutely for profit. Absolutely. So, uh, JP uh, and Jay, we also looked at a nineteen eighty three Mercedes Benz two eighty SL. Now. If I'm correct, uh, we were not selling six-cylinder uh, 107 platform cars in the 80s. We were in the 70s. So this car is a gray market car, uh, has an inline six, and it is uh, mated to a five-speed manual transmission. Now, the car showed like 100,000 miles, but they suggest true mileage unknown because they can't verify its history. Um, I thought this car might have a late flurry. We were looking at it yesterday, JP, at around ten dollars or $11,000, and I boldly put my hands on my hips, and I said, $17,000 will take this home. You were a little more conservative at fifteen, and, man, were we wrong. The, in, mm. the enthusiasts out there understood how unusual this car was, and somebody yesterday, Jay, somebody spent $27,000 oh on God. this car, and it, oh sold, it sold for twenty seven grand on BAT yesterday. Um <sighs> Isn't that amazing? It's got the houndstooth interior. It's got the round headlights. It's got the little front air dam. It's got a stick, but it's still an inline it's, six. And it's uh, <laughs> it, it, I, I followed this car because I actually have always really liked these. Yeah. Um, but this one was pretty roachy. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, 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 uh, that's fair. What what would it have cost to get the right wheels on that car and to put uh -huh. Euro headlights on that car? I mean, what uh -huh. would it have cost to do that? Yeah. Um, I guess it didn't matter because he got in the twenties. I, I looked at this. I got sort of excited. I followed the the ad. I started looking at the pictures. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not playing on this car. I, it, the concept is great. I just didn't think it was executed very well. I yeah, and they they brought a lot of money. I mean, I yeah. I'm really surprised. In all, guys, in the it's ends. the it's the power of a third pedal, man. Just about anything yeah. with three pedals yeah. is yeah. going to bring not just a premium. We're not talking like a double digit premium. We're talking like orders of magnitude more more valuable. Yeah. This car with a with an automatic would have been our number. I think would have been right, right? You know, somewhere in yeah. the teens yeah. at best, like a thirteen thousand yeah. dollar car. But the fact that it, you had to road through the gears on this thing, even though it's not a particularly robust. Uh, 
transmission. It's it's a car that's going to be not only is it orders of magnitude more expensive to own a three pedal car like this. It's also going to be orders of magnitude more fun. This is the yeah. way you want to experience one of yeah. these. Not not it, with that slushy horrible. It, it, it's really interesting because when the cars were available with a manual in the U S in the early seventies, they were four speeds and this car being an eighties Euro car, it has a five speed. Mm. So you're right, JP, it kind of makes a non-driver car, a driver car. I mean, it's, yeah. it's by no means a sports car, but it would certainly be a lot more fun to drive. And, and then that premium paid, uh, is absolutely a reflection of that. So, uh, we also looked at a 1982 Jeep CJ eight scrambler, um, that wasn't, I guess, all that bad. It definitely had a repaint. They put the graphics on there. Uh, but JP, you pointed out that even the wooden slats that, that kind of go down the side of the pickup rails, uh, those are stock and original. The, the hard top and the wench and some big tires. Uh, and these cars, I don't know. I, I want to say they're hot right now, but it's only because I've been paying attention since you and I started doing the show. Uh, John, correct me if I'm wrong. These have been hot forever since they were made, right? They've always brought a premium. Uh, so we had a nice little example here. I said 20 grand, really not knowing what the value is. JP, you said 24 and wouldn't be surprised if it went to 30. Uh, you were right on the money. This car sold for $26,000. Uh, so, Mr. Lamb, have you ever owned a, a Jeep CJ no. anything? <laughs> My partner no, says that these are the most fun cars besides air cooled Porsches on the planet. It's like air cooled 911 SC. A Volkswagen thing, a Jeep CJ, and then everything else. There is no fourth place. <laughs> I, 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 this is so far out of my knowledge. I, I know <laughs> nothing about these. It's cool as hell. And yeah. I was just telling you guys before you started, uh, before you started rolling, I was telling you guys, yeah. I have this friend, this wealthy private equity guy. And uh -huh. the thing he wanted more than anything else in the world was a $30,000 mid 80s Chevrolet pickup truck, four by four. Oh. So right. it's a whole world out there, but I know nothing about it. I mean, yeah. it's cool. I like the stripes. I like the wood. Yeah. That's all I know. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, JP, are you surprised by that result? Uh, not terribly. I think more yeah, money would have right been there. brought for this car had they, uh, as per usual, shot some photos and done some video without the roof on this thing. I mean, uh, the romanticism of owning a CJ or a Wrangler, the reason why they sell more Wranglers yeah. than almost <laughs> any other SUV is because the roof comes off. And with yeah. the modern ones, no one takes the roof off, but they they look at the pictures and the brochure and the video and the commercials and they see the the video of the jeep jumping over the you know sand dune or you know camping and they've got all the doors off and they've got their camping gear and they're like yeah i'm buying it because i'm gonna do that and they get as far as the macy's parking lot and that's it but <laughs> it's the romanticism that actually sells these things and uh, yeah. having owned a million of them uh there's nothing more fun than driving a wrangler with no roof on it because it it's from a performance point of view, they're awful. They don't handle well. They're not fast. They don't do anything other than crawl over stuff and make you look cool. That's what these do. And uh, it's just a great sensory overload. It makes the world uh, into an amusement park ride because there's nothing around you. And that's, that's, that's a great one. Jay, Jay, I have a question, a trivia mm -hmm. question for you. At any point in your life, did you ever install a hoist in your garage to hold a hard top because you had some <laughs> fancy car that you would take the roof off of from time to time? Yeah, I mean, I certainly, I had a, well, I, sh I should have done this in my garage in Santa Cruz. I had an R129 that uh -huh. I just got rid of. And right. man, trying to monkey that thing around. <laughs> uh, boy, that was almost impossible. JP's but, yeah, when I was growing J up, when I was growing up, my dad had a, a C3. And yeah. so the only way to deal with it. Yeah. A Corvette, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, J, uh, JP's wife at a R129. Rochelle had the SL500, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. John? Yeah, there you go. Very well, cool. Jay, I think it's time. I mean, this might be your chance, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> over there at our friends on Rad for Sale, they have a 38,000-mile Jeep Wrangler <laughs> S from 1992. This might have Ooh. Jay's name yeah. on it right here. Absolutely. Look at that thing. That's for you. Oh, That's going to close on Friday. And you might be right. You might be right. I need to expand my horizons. Absolutely. <laughs> Come on down and drive it before we sell it. This this may be owned by a uh, bid nerd that you know. Yeah. One, Jay, out of, one out of two bid nerds has a car for sale and right for sale. Jay, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Jay wants to know if it has an inclimeter because he's worried about rolling yeah. over with no with yeah. no hard top on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a samurai, it's a Wrangler. You don't have to worry about that sort of thing. Oh, I, I I've rolled a Range Rover. I can roll anything. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. wow. Wow. You are yeah. a glutton. It didn't for take punishment. long. It didn't take long. It turned into a pissing contest. I've mm -hmm. rolled a Range Rover. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I've better cars than this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I All think right. whoever uh, whoever still owns this car wins the day when it comes to unreliable right. pieces of crap. Look at this car uh, that we talked yeah. about yesterday. 1989 Lotus Esprit Turbo. Uh, Jay, this car had like 3,800 miles on it. Uh, and wow. by all accounts, all the close-up photos show that like even in the door jams and in the engine weld, like this is a like ridiculously preserved low-mile example. The question yeah. is, What's the market for this car? There are so much more reliable sports and exotic cars from that era yeah. that nobody would choose the Lotus today. And, and so that's yeah. what we're struggling with. We were uh, flirting with what the true value was because it was on BAT, which is the best platform for this car. I said 45, and, and believe it or not, uh, JP took the over at 46. But our car from 25 grand in the morning when we were looking at it only was bid up to uh, about 34,000. $444 where it failed to sell. Yeah, so it yeah. didn't reach our plateau of bid region uh, and it didn't sell, which means it was protected by a reserve. So, that, you know, any idea, would you think that this in a perfect world would be a $50,000 car or do you think 34000 is a fair value because really nobody wants yeah. them? Not even yeah, the runner no, I, at I Lemons. Think I think thirty four is all the money, all the oh, money. I would yeah. I would have set a fair value for this thing somewhere in the twenties, maybe the high twenties because it's yeah. super low mile. But they're all super low mile because even when they run, which is rare, nobody can stand to be in them. You know, the you ask what's the market case for this car, and yeah. I've looked at these too. And but the market case is a huge amount of exotic car eyeball for not very much money as right. a fourteen thousand dollar used car. Oh, yeah, you do that all day long because it's like, oh, man, look at what I got. I got this crazy exotic car to cost me 14 grand. But once you start getting into real car money, it just doesn't make any sense. There's just way better options. Yeah. And yeah, is it hard? Go ahead, John. Well, you know, I mean, you start looking at the other options, and it used to be that you'd look at like a 348 or something like that. And the 348s are now $50,000, $70,000. If you found a low miles, if you found a, a, a 355, or not a 355, what year is this car again, yeah. uh, Deep? 89. This is an 89. Yeah. Okay, so you're talking about a 355 or a 328, right? Um, somewhere, th those would be the contemporaries yeah. to this car. And those cars yeah. with, with 2,000 miles or 19,000 miles on it would be three or four times what this thing's worth. And right. I think uh, at thirty-four to $50,000, uh, they're, they're not reliable. But hey, how reliable yeah. is a Lamborghini Diablo of the same year or Cotage or whatever? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking yeah, about terrible, terrible Yeah, but these things also well. just don't. 
but these things also just kind of don't work and they're and they're not terribly fast and you know mm -hmm. when they when they are all in one piece I, I don't want to run these down i mean for the right price i would totally rock one of these things yeah i mean they are a lot of eyeball and they're weird and they're quirky and everything that we like is a crappy car let's be honest about it but <laughs> they're just yeah. they're just so, so much worse dynamically ergonomically build quality they're just so much worse than the equivalent Hold the phone. certainly porsche <laughs> Look into the camera, either one of you guys, and tell me that this car is any more or less fun or uh, reliable or any of those things <laughs> to a Lamborghini Countach of the same year. No, no, I, I mean, realize I've talked myself into a corner here because you're 100% right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, you're okay. In order of magnitude, more money yeah. a Countach is yeah. no better to drive. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. I think you get as almost as much eyeball as the Countach in this thing. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. It, yeah, it's yeah. it's lacking the five thousand dollar Hyundai ostentatious wing. That's the problem. Okay, yeah, I'm but in this modify... car you can marry a hooker. Come on, name that's Julie true. Right. That's true. I, I, yeah, I accept your argument, and I'm going to modify my twenty five thousand dollars to twenty six thousand dollars. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there it is. We moved him. <laughs> Ooh, he's that's rolling. Two lemons All cars. Right. All right. Well, JP, there you go. That's a day. Uh, we're off to a good week because uh, uh, yesterday you won by one or two, and then today, yesterday or the day before. Anyway, it's close so far. Anyway, As per usual. Well, today yeah. we have a great list of cars. We just want to remind everyone. I am having a hard time speaking today. Uh, we want to remind everyone to go ahead and hit the like and subscribe and notification buttons uh, so that you know when the freshest nerds are available. Also, what, what we really want you to do, uh, we're going to talk about the cars today. We've got five amazing cars for you to look at. And we want you to go over to their respective auction <laughs> platforms. If you can give them respect, uh, we're talking about bring a trailer, P car market, rad for sale and, uh, cars and bids. We want you to go over to those platforms and in the comments below these cars, we want you to say that you saw these cars on the bid nerds. Tell the bid nation, bid nerds nation out there that there's a whole nerd herd of people here every day going over the most interesting cars on all the automotive enthusiast auction sites. So give us a hand, go over there let everybody know that bid nerds is here. And, uh, this is where the nerds hang out. So, uh, let's get to some awesome cars today i think uh it was a tough choice to figure out which car to lead with because uh we've got some pretty darn cool stuff but uh drum roll we're gonna start out with the with the uh ferrari i mean we just oh, okay with that there you go so jp uh, our friends over at p car market have sourced a car in lebanon new jersey and what it is is a 1995 ferrari f355 gts that's the target roof and it is a six-speed manual oh our car, our car is absolutely resale red, otherwise known as Rosso Corsa, and it has tan interior. The big thing here is that it's a GTS, which they made probably less of than the Coupes or the Spiders, uh, and our car has absurdly low miles at just 15,000 on the odometer. The car, by all accounts, looks to be in beautiful condition, um, and I made some notes here. So they did the belts and the water pump in 2017 so i would say that this car is about to time out so bear in mind as you're bidding oh no that's the uh, porsche sorry they did the belts i'm sorry they did a clutch and the belts and some steel valve guides in 2018 so i think you could drive this car for a year or two before you'd have to do an engine out service um and then there's a couple of modifications which will basically just make the car sound better uh, our friends at FabSpeed designed some headers and a muffler bypass. So this exhaust has been modified and the original parts are included with the sale. But this car probably sounds like a Formula One engine from the mid-90s. Uh, beautiful car, probably sounds great. 
Um, and sky's the limit. Um, we are seeing uh, gated shifters from the 90s start to bring absurd money. And this 355 is in for a late flurry. So believe it or not, last night, JP, our car was sitting at $136,000 when I made my notes. But this morning, with three and a half hours to go, three hours to go, our car has already jumped up $13,000 and now sitting at 149 grand. So with three hours left, this car could be in for a big flurry. Uh, Jay, have you driven a gated 355 yeah. in any variant? And did you yeah. absolutely love it? Did you have to change your pants afterwards? Well, I didn't have to change my pants because I wasn't wearing any. But um, <laughs> these things are these things are spectacular. I, I mean, I love these cars. I've tried to buy these many times, and I always wound up, you know, you're looking for this in three other cars, and you always wind up getting another car. These are fantastic, and they've marched away from the money that I want to pay. Right. Um, but as long as you keep that thing spun up, they're wonderful. I mean, they're a little gutless down low because they're a 90s car. Everything was. Yeah, they're high um, revers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But as long as you keep it spun up, it's great. And they, with a few notable and well-known exceptions, they've proven pretty robust. The stuff mm -hmm. that breaks is fixable, or the stuff that's going to break is fixable. I think these are fantastic. I'm, I'm both delighted and a little disappointed to see they're starting to bring the money they should bring. Yeah. Um, these are great. These are fabulous cars. Yeah. With the F1 gearbox, forget it. Don't even bother. Don't cross yeah. the street for it. With yeah. the manual, wonderful cars. Yeah. When I was a kid in the 90s, I couldn't afford them. And now I'm an adult that makes, you know, I make, you know, money and I still can't afford them. Still can't afford them. Yeah, no, just, they're always 20% out of range. Yeah, cars. just crying yeah. all the time. It's JP, not, I know yeah. you love the 348, but how about this one? It's got a target top, man. I know you want this car. This is, yeah, the most beautiful car of all time. But what talks you off the ledge every time, you know, because I think we've all been there where it's like, hmm, I'm buying one of these. I found the car. It's going to be in my garage. And then you talk to someone who owns one. And I'm sorry, <laughs> they are, I, this is not any more reliable than that Lotus. Uh, and on top of all that, <laughs> Uh, you know, it's $15,000 at a minimum every time you take it in. The service for, you know, that, that uh, what is it, the 5,000-mile service is only supposed yeah. to be a five to 8,000-mile service. But you talk to the people that have them. They're like, yeah, every time I bring it in to have that five to eight thousand dollars service i wind up spending as much money as i would on a brand new honda civic you know at a minimum yeah. and it's like oh gosh you know what i guess i will just go get a porsche uh because that's just too heavy for me um i really want to I, I want one of these so bad uh they really are the most beautiful car ever made uh but uh, jay you're right it, it's funny when you drive these at, at low speed not low speeds but uh low rpms it sounds the engine sounds like someone poured marbles in a food processor. It's just like yeah. and yeah. crackling yeah. And, and just like, yeah. you know, what did I break? Oh my God, it's going to be expensive. Then you get it in that yeah. high RPMs and you're like, oh, that's the greatest sound of all time. Ch chain driven cams and a flat plane mm -hmm. crank, but then you rev it and it gets on the cam and it's like all hell breaks loose. Mm -hmm. uh, I would argue that these are at least marginally more reliable than the Lotus, but the big, I think the big difference is you have a way better chance of finding a competent Ferrari mechanic than you ever do mm -hmm. of finding somebody that knows his way around a Lotus Esprit motor. <laughs> like, well, and the difference <laughs> is you can fix this car. You can yeah. actually make this car the way that it should have been. You can't fix the Lotus. You will never <laughs> get the Lotus to a place where it's, oh, yeah, now everything works. LS swap <laughs> the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs>
All right. So, JP, uh, listen, I think my car is uh, is a sitting duck. Uh, my bid, sorry. At, at 136 last night, I thought 156, it'll bring another 20, maybe 25 grand. Uh, but we're already up to 150, and we have three hours to go. And we've seen these cars start to bring stupid money. I think this one with 15,000 miles is going to be in that conversation. So I'm going to I'm gonna really go bold. Jay Lamb, I'm sending my bid to you at $185,000. Am I smoking crack or am I a genius? What do you think? Uh, one, I was going to say 180. Uh, All right, so, so 180 I think is a good bid. I think you're right in there. I, yeah. I think you're right in there. Yeah. 180 is a great bid. JP, it's this is man we but we took up a few best bids where are you at um i guess i'll uh it's your 180 185 i'll go yeah. i'll go right in the middle i'll go 182 50. all right there you Why go because i was gonna say 185 <laughs> so i'll go yeah. a little under um all right you know i look it's on it, it, it's not on bat for on bat i would probably bet a little bit over but since it's not uh i'm gonna go just a little bit under all right, well we've done, seen, well we've done. We've seen Picar get some money for Ferraris, some even yeah. fake ones. So we'll absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. They uh, they had a uh, a Datsun that they turned into a, a '62 GTO uh, kit car. Uh, Jay on on Picar market, this car brought like fifty something thousand dollars. Are you kidding me? JP and I almost stopped doing the show permanently. We were like, the, forget it. The world, the world is about to end. Yeah, like, oh come on, man. So, anyways, really weird stuff. They they get some unusual cars there. But let's stay Italian. Uh, JP, take us over to BAT, and let's look at this 1995 Alfa Romeo 164 hmm. Quadrifoglio out of Madison, hmm. Wisconsin. Uh, hmm. John Lamb's good friend Patrick Otis drove a black one for years, so I know you know this car. Um, I loved them. Um, I had Dad had an L. Martin Swig had an S and we yeah. traded cars for a minute. And then I was working at Audi and we took one on trade um, and they wholesaled it to me for like 3,500 bucks. It had like 120,000 miles on it. It was an authentic Q and I inexplicably drove it to Oregon before I had my mechanic look at it. And I, the water pump failed and I blew the head gasket and I threw the yeah, car. They in the do that. Which yeah, they breaks do that. my heart that I took one off the road. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I feel really guilty, but I still love these cars. Um, Jay, I know they were shared on a platform with what, like a like a Volvo and a Saab and a Opel or something, right? Isn't I think it, that, it. I think it was the weird, weird was, combination of brands. Yeah, it was the Saab nine thousand, I think. Yes, and yes, you're right. Something, something else. I don't even remember now. But I, yeah. I always liked these cars. I mean, Martin sold these cars, right? Right. I think right. He had the franchise, yeah. and I always liked these cars. And the only problem with these cars is that. Every other Japanese competitor was a way better car, That's but right. these things, you know, I mean, they're just better fit and finish, better interior. But these things were really fun. I love seeing them. They're weird. They're quirky. I have no idea what these things go for now. It could no. be a, it could be a thousand dollar car. It could be a twelve thousand dollar car. I have no yeah. idea. <clears throat> Nobody does because we rarely see them come up, and most of them are roached to hell because yeah, they exactly. haven't been. They exactly. haven't they haven't been in the stewardship of somebody that had the money to afford to keep them up. It's a right. it's a problem we see with Volkswagens and these these last of the alphas have suffered a very similar fate. So when a nice one comes along, it's an it's an occasion, which is why I, I offered this car up. Yeah. Our car is in Madison, Wisconsin, and has thirty nine thousand miles on the odometer, wow. but it sold for eighteen thousand dollars about five wow. years ago in twenty sixteen on Bring a Trailer. Uh, the car, by all accounts, is, uh, looks to be cleaned up. They took the OZ wheels off and put the original wheels on it, and the services are all up to date. It had um, 
timing belts and whatever else is done to it. So a really neat car. And the Quadrifolio is the best of the breed with 230 horsepower. It is front-wheel drive, but that seat and stick combination is very Saab-esque. You seem to sit more yeah. upright, and the yeah. stick is right there, very similar to a Saab. Um, and yet the cars are a hoot to drive. I actually think my partner, JP, would love this car uh, if I could find one running long enough for him to drive it around the block and back. Um, with that being, being said, though, our car was at $10,000 on 18 bids last night. It also had a big flurry overnight. This morning, JP, they started fighting over this car. Check it out. It's already up to $16,000. $164 with an Jesus. hour to go. And out of Madison, Wisconsin, this is a no-reserve bid. Uh, so, uh, Jay, have you driven one of these things? I mean, any, any oh, yeah. real seat time in them? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I've driven the hell out of these things. And they're, and they're great fun, you know, for a 90s four-door sedan. Front-wheel front drive. drive. I mean, yeah. yeah front-wheel drive. Yeah, hello, front guys. There's, there's there's that's the first time anyone, anyone's mentioned it's a front-wheel drive car. That's yeah. the thing yeah. that sucks about this. Yeah. And I have yeah. owned yeah. one, uh, and yeah. it was fun, but it was just like this, for the for the type of car with a big six-cylinder like that, You, I mean, you're right, Jay. Uh, at the same time, I think I had an Acura Legend, like a two-door Acura yeah. Legend. Yeah. Uh, and those no are, that was the car that this should yeah. have been. Uh, that, yeah. That's what yeah. it should have yeah. been competing with, and it just... Yeah, was yeah. just a miserable uh, difference. I, I'm shocked that it's already at 16. Honestly, I mean, I, as I, I said, too. I have no idea. But it's because the uh, this the owner of this car is showing his Italian street cred by having his what is it a three C and a and a spider in the background, right? Uh, yeah. And he's going, oh yeah. look at me, I'm an Italian guy. Well, if you're that guy, why are you getting rid of this car? I mean, because that is a pretty darn cool uh, collection of pretty, cars. Yeah, trio of yeah. cars to have. Why I would also think that. I would also think that each one of the stickers on the side that should deduct about five thousand dollars from the side. Absolutely, stickers add money. It's no doubt about it. <laughs> uh, for every sticker, you get more. Yeah, but uh, he that, did him wrong. Yeah, Jay's yeah. right. The quadrifolio should have been down below that first belt line, and then the uh, serpent should have been on the C pillar. So that's why. There you go. Yeah, that's right. That's right. With 39,000 miles out of Madison, Wisconsin, is our three-liter Busso that's making 230 horsepower. It is a front-wheel drive. It does not have a limited slip diff. If you open that throttle in the middle of a turn, that steering wheel will break your thumbs off trying to straighten itself out. But that does not detract from how much fun these cars are. And I just... I, Look, it's a quirky, angular car, and I still love looking at it. What is it about boxer trim on a red car that just—it's just screams Italian? So I'm going to go all in on this car. I think because it's already the people already fighting over it. Um, let me just remind everybody that with the bids that it got overnight, it's got 26 bids already. That's a lot. That's a flurry. Uh, I think this car is going to bring $21,000. Jay Lamb, higher or lower? I, I keep repeating I haven't the slightest idea of this car. I'm going to say $275,000 because <laughs> I have no goddamn idea. All right. I'll take a couple zeros off that and give you $27,000. Okay. I'll solid, take it. I'll take solid it. bid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> boy, you've been learning <laughs> from deep. I'd say, he um, might win. I'm telling you. He might win. <laughs> it's entirely possible. I don't yeah. think it breaks 20. I think it stalls at it like 19.5. Really? Um, oh, my God. All right. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's, it's a, a great it, car. It's problematic. Neat, but, you know, I mean, really, 
how much is someone going to buy? I love these interiors, actually. I, I, I love the stitched leather. Those seats the, are comfortable. All the weird-ass buttons everywhere and stuff. There was an work. option that nobody took, JP, that were Recaro seats that are a, a, a model of Recaro seat that I've never seen in another car, even from that era. Hmm. And um, if you can find a 164 with the Recaros, it is, oh, what a treat. Those seats are amazing. The bolsters on these seats really start to crease and fail, uh, and they look like, um, you know, leftover biscuits, but whatever. Anyway, moving on, let's go to Stuttgart, JP. Uh, P-Car Market has sourced for us another 90s car. This is a 93 928 GTS. I will just temper mm. your excitement. It is a four-speed automatic. Uh, but out of Bloomingdale, Illinois, this car is also polar silver, Jay Lamb's favorite shade of silver. Yeah. Uh, it has just 45,000 miles on it. Uh, cup wheels. Uh, belts were done in 17, so it probably needs belts. But limited slip differential, and you're talking 345 horsepower and 370 pound-foot of torque. That much power, I would, I will just assert, even though I've never driven one, a GTS with an automatic, I'd be willing to bet that a motor that powerful, you might not completely miss the stick that that car's got so much power that it's still fun to drive am i the only one that thinks that i a really neat car we've seen the stick start to bring absurd money if this car were a manual it would be a hundred thousand dollar car so the question is here will the automatic bring at least half that and say does this car have a chance to make it to 50 grand that's our argument with two hours to go out of what did i call it bloomingdale illinois our car is sitting at just thirty-two thousand dollars on a lowly two bids what gives? Is it a bad platform because P-Car Market is still sort of niche? Or are Porsches unloved when they're equipped with an automatic? Jay Lamb, what's your take? I Is it going to get to 50? Probably yeah. because it's a 928 GTS. Personally, yeah. as, a ni- you know, as a reformed 928 owner, I, <laughs> I, I think 928s are way overrated in the current market. I mean, you get into these cars, they're extremely sophisticated and capable for their day their day was a long time ago and, yeah, they're not you know, under now, <laughs> yeah and they're not they're not that fun to drive they're not that exciting to drive they're just really really good for their era yeah. and that era was a long time ago um so i think the 928 market is really overinflated right now this particular car yeah it'll get to 50 because the market's inflated the automatic on these things everybody says oh it's such a powerful car you don't miss it no you miss it you totally right. one. Fair cars. play. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. JP, I, look, I know you love polar silver. Yeah, this car is beautiful. Yeah. I think this car is you have to look at something like this for what it is. If you go into this thing, oh, I want a sports car, uh, then you're doing it wrong. But if you're like, okay, I have a nine eleven, I've got I bought my three fifty five over on P car market and I bought my uh, you know, my other my uh, alpha spy or my alpha one sixty four to to have a beat around car and I want something to actually go to work in and drive around and look cool uh, and sit in traffic and stuff still be in a classic Porsche. Well, if you have the money, uh, why wouldn't you drive this instead of like a Macan, which would be about the same amount of money? Uh, this is well, way but, cooler. But, but why wouldn't you then have a 2008 Continental GT for that money? Uh, because the 2018 Continental GT uh, <laughs> no, is... No, an 8. An 8. Yeah, whatever. I mean, either way, you're talking about... One is just like... One may as well be one of those like huge flags that you see off the back of pickup trucks that instead of saying the name of, I don't know, a president or something like that, it says, I'm a douchebag. Um, this car says, I'm a douchebag. I'm, I'm a, let me finish. I'm a douchebag. 
that knows cool cars. That's the only difference. <laughs> so this definitely has douchebag flag written all over it, but at least it's classic Porsche douchebag flag. Uh, and I'd way rather uh, spend time and be seen and get out of something like this than I would uh, anything <laughs> from uh, England. <laughs> so there I don't know. When was yeah. the last time you sat in one of these? In a, in a, and uh, were you beyond the age of 35? Because on top of everything <laughs> else, they're kind of tiny on the inside. They really they're sort are. Sort of shockingly not a big luxury long legged car like that. Yeah. Uh, JP uh, is a similar height to you. So you guys would definitely fit in that car. But believe it or not, I'm, I'm barely 5'11, like 5'10 yeah. and 7 8 and uh, my the top of my scalp with no hair on it will touch the headliner in one of these cars in the seat's lowest setting. So, yeah, I do not fit in this car. I think you guys could rock one. But I would say, JP, answering to your argument, why wouldn't you buy this car? My, the only thing that makes me nervous about the 928 is, is just how temperamental they are. And they are not easy on the wallet to keep on the road. And that's yeah. I think that's the main reason. I look at this car. I think it's achingly beautiful. It, it was sophisticated for period. Um, but man, I the 911 is so much more reliable a car. Yeah. I would rather take yeah. my chances with yeah. that than with this any day. 100%. But if, it, boy, if it's a if it's a boy, binary if it's a heart. binary worldview, then yes. Yeah. If this over a 911, <laughs> well, duh. Uh, it's like, yeah. would I get a CGT or this? Well, duh. Of course, I'm getting a CGT. Come on. Yeah. This is when yeah. your garage already has all those other things, and you're like, you know what? Yeah. I want a car to eat up some miles. I want to go visit my friend the barrier from Las Vegas, and I want to cross the desert. And I want to, and you know what? I might take, uh, once I get off the freeway, uh, I might take the long road and hit a couple of twisties here and there. Uh, and it's not going to be as good as a 911 in the twisties, but it's going to be way yeah. better than the 911 in the straight line. Uh, there you so go. That's where Fair this play. Car, I think, uh, works out. Fair play. All right. Where cool do we think car, this car JP. is going to land? So I agree with Jay Lamb because he's the smartest guy on the planet. I think this car ah. will break 50 grand. I'm going to go $55,000, but. There are no signs on peak car market that my car is going to get there because it's only on two bids sitting at $32,000. So I feel like I am walking the plank out to offer you my bid. Jay Lamb, are you going to stay dry or are you walking the plank with me? No, I'm going to I'm going to dry. In fact, I'm even going to back down a little bit having you you said that. I'm going to say 43.5. Very good bid. And someone's going to be super happy to get it for that. Absolutely. If it sells, if I don't it think sells, it sells at that. Yeah, I think I think that number might be correct, um, but I don't think I think it's an FTS if it uh, if it gets fails to sell. Yeah, yeah. Fails to sell. This car, uh, look, P car market is hit and miss. So uh, this car on BAT, yeah. I definitely think is in the mid fifties. Um, we certainly see big numbers on P car market sometimes, but other times we're left scratching our head. Um, and but the one thing we always see on both platforms for poor is, is late rallies so it's got a long way to go where's it at right now yeah. 30 what 30 on with two how much bids out of illinois and it's got uh two hours and two minutes to go yeah so will it double that or will it just mm, fall out i'm gonna say 49 49 there we go so i am yeah. the idiot on the high side all right well wouldn't be the first time the pictures look the good you know Deep, the i don't think your good. number's bad i think if this yeah. if it's if it's like uh i think it certainly has that potential um again, yeah BHE J- for sure 
this platform. BAT for maybe? sure. Yeah. Yeah. Jay, what were you saying about the pictures? I said from the pictures, and I'm seeing the little chunk on my screen here. Looks yeah. like a you know, it looks like a good, clean, straight, not roachy car. It, so it is. It is really clean. You might get it's, there. It's very nice. Yeah, it's a very nice car. All right. Uh, we are gonna cover one of uh, JP's Hold favorite on. cars. Wait a second. Jay, are you disparaging roaches? Come on, man. <laughs> no, that's all I own. What are you talking about? I'm just saying. Five hundred dollar cars. Value. Come on. What are yeah, you talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just saying. It, I'm saying it's not a fifty thousand dollar car if it's roachy. That's yeah. How I'm many saying. roaches could you buy for that, man? Holy uh, yeah, he's king of roaches. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So uh, also on bring a trailer is this 1973 Volkswagen thing, yes. otherwise known as a Porsche 181. <laughs> Air-cooled flat four, 1.6 liter, four-speed oh. manual. Our car shows 18,000 uh. miles, but it's true mileage unknown. Out of Orlando, Florida, but Jay, you you will notice right away a California blue plate on yeah. there. This car oh, is yeah. beautiful. I'm telling you, this car has lived in Berkeley. You might have owned it, Jay. Look at that hard top. That's, well, that's, that's not a that? blue plate. That's not a, that's <laughs> not know, a California blue plate. That's a Florida yeah, blue is, plate. Look it's at the no, Florida antique. Different plates. No, look it's at got the, different plates front and back. Look at the front plate again, JP. It is yeah. a California blue plate on the front. I don't know what the back says, but I'm looking at the main yeah. photo. Yeah. Wow. No, it's the got, rear so it's plate says Florida uh, antique. Yeah. That's crazy. In California, they'll give you a fat ticket for that. It's practically yeah. a misdemeanor. Uh, yeah. True mileage unknown. Uh, looks to be in decent condition. JP, you know these cars way better than I do. Um, wh what are we looking at here? Uh, it's It's got the slats, but not the thing sticking out on the side, meaning it's a... So this is a 73, so it doesn't have the earmuffs on the back. Uh, that's really the, the, Yeah, there's two, there's two main differences between 73 and 74, the only two years that they brought these in, and that is the earmuffs, which is like a – it's like an air intake on the on both sides of the rear to, quarter panels. To help panels. cool the car, right? Yeah, and it's also – to if, yeah, so – Cool the motor. It, to keep dust out, too. Um, it does a better job that way. And then the other thing the 73 has that the 74 doesn't is a gasoline-powered um, – what do you call Gas it? Heater. Uh, heater in the front, which is just bonkers. <laughs> um, yeah. If you can imagine that. Whereas the uh, whereas the seventy four yeah. has the traditional Where? heat exchangers. Um, uh, Jay Lamb, where's Ralph Nader when you need him? Right? Uh, it's just terrifying. Absolutely <laughs> terrifying. I. I, I mean, I'm there very familiar with the gasoline heaters uh, on yeah. these things. It is the scariest, absolutely oh, the crazy thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, too funny. Well, summertime yellow, and it looks to be you know, it looks to be all there. Uh, Jay, have you? I, you must have owned an air-cooled Volkswagen or two in your lifetime, right? I well, I have, and, and it's not a time that I look back on fondly because <laughs> I could never really sort these things out. I had a bus. Um, yes. I've had a couple of. I've had a couple of kit, kit weird, funny kit things, you know, that I bought on a lark. Yeah. Um, I've never owned a good one, and I know that there are good ones out there, but again, I don't know anything about these cars. The guy who always loved these was Martin Lauber, and he's been hot on these things forever, and I think he's owned a bunch, but yeah, I, every time I see him with one, I'm like, Mark, I, I don't get it. You know, what, what is this? Like a, this is like a Raiders of the Lost Ark movie. What, what are you driving this car around for? Yeah. So I don't understand these things, although I do like the graphics on this one. Unlike yeah, the 920... Unlike the 928, when the day you sell it, it'll be the happiest day of ownership. Yeah. JP yeah. owned a Volkswagen thing, and the yeah. saddest day was the day he sold yeah. it. He's regretted it yeah. ever since. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it in the sense that if you like quirky and weird, which obviously we do, because otherwise we would all just be driving a Honda Civic. If you yeah. like quirky and weird, boy, this is really pushing the quirky, weird envelope. I mean, I totally get it. Yeah. 
Jay, I had a friend that had a 348 Ferrari, uh, and uh, we traded cars for the day when I had my Volkswagen thing. And uh, he, he came back to me. He had, When he handed me the keys back, he's like, I thought I got attention in that stupid Ferrari. This thing yeah. is like... I don't, there's, you cannot go anywhere yeah. and without yeah. being swarmed by people. Uh, this is, I always say they're the automotive equivalent of a puppy. If it doesn't make you smile, you're a bad person. Uh, yeah. the, the most yeah. unique thing about a Volkswagen thing is not the performance <laughs> or, or any of that kind of stuff. It's you take the doors off you, or you don't even have to take the doors off, but you can, you take the roof off and the windows and you fold that front windshield down. And we talked about the Jeep Wrangler and the Scrambler and the CJs earlier and how that kind of makes the world feel like an amusement park ride. Well, that is such a literal thing. If you've ever been to like Disneyland and gone around like the Raiders Lost Ark or, thing or whatever, you're sitting in a little box and you're and it's on the little track or whatever. When you drive something like this around with the windshield down and you got to put some goggles on or better yet, you put a motorcycle helmet on, you cruise down down the freeway or around town. It is like there's it's just it's like it reminds you of what you thought driving would be like when you were a little kid and you didn't know anything about performance or speed or anything. You just thought, hey, this is going to be fun. It is the most fun car you can get for any amount of money, bar none. And that's not saying that I wouldn't rather have a 355 uh, than this, but yeah. I, I will tell you, you'll have more fun and make more friends driving one of these than you will probably any other car ever made. Well, J JP, where I thought you were going originally, is you said you traded, you know, your 348 for this guy with a thing, and <laughs> and what I thought is the 348 guy was going to come back and go, man, I had like five times more fun driving your Volkswagen yeah. thing around than I do in my Ferrari. And uh, no, I can totally believe yeah. that. Like like our friend Patrick Cota says, they solved the problem of going fast in 1962. So really, yeah. now we're just <laughs> out here trying to have fun with cars, and I can see something like this that makes a lot of noise. You get a lot of attention. You know, every time you mash the pedal to the floor, some horrible smoke comes out of it. <laughs> I, I can see that that would be super fun. Yeah. When you're on the strip and you like, uh, you know, on, on a busy night and you pull up to the intersection and and you have like. 2,000 people crossing the road in front of you and they're yeah. all just screwing up traffic because they're stopping in the middle and, and all coming over and wanting to high five and yeah. take pictures and get in. It's just, you know, Unbelievable. there you go. You will have so tourists cool. get in this thing and they will they will be German yeah. tourists. Uh, yeah. If you park it anywhere, you'll come back to your yeah. car and you're like, what are you doing in my car? And they're like, uh, Das's car, yeah. And you're like, yeah. get out, just get out. Take your picture, get the F out of my car. Uh, all right, where is this car going to land? This is a pretty original one. Those graphics are the right original graphics. Yeah, um, summertime yellow. Summertime yellow with gray seats, yeah. It's missing the original exhaust, and obviously someone put a roll bar in this thing, which is uh, probably the right safety thing to do, but far less fun. Uh, so where's yeah. this one going to land? Hurry up, JP, before the Germans get here. Uh, yeah, these were engineered to a very high standard. Okay, so out of Orlando, Florida, and my bad accent, uh, our car got just two bids overnight. It was at 11.5 on 19. It's at 12.5 currently on 21 bids, John, with uh, four hours to go uh, in Orlando, Florida. This car, this car is going to close at midnight. Uh, but anyway, let's see. I put 21 grand because I thought it looked really nice. So anyway, that, that shows you how little I know. Jay Lamb, am I smoking weed this morning or is that a really smart bid? I am going to say $17,600. Oh, he's been to the homeland. Yeah, $17,600. Is that what you said? 
Yeah, why not? It's good, <laughs> good random number. That's a good random number. Yes. Yeah. We know that stickers add a lot of money to the value. I'm not sure about electrical tape holding the horn button on the on the uh, steering wheel, no, but that's, that's an easy it. fix. Uh, if I you want a German car and no, don't have duct tape in the trunk, yeah. I don't know what yeah, you're right? doing. Yeah. I'm shocked <laughs> that this car it looks appears to be pretty much rust free. The pictures underneath. I mean, and it's in Florida, right. so it must yeah. not have been in Florida for very long. So DB must be right that it actually came from California. It's got the low seat. Yeah. Uh, I love this thing. I like it better than the last one we reviewed, which was uh, yeah. that particular car was restored. So it was immaculate, looked perfect. It was gleaming nice. and shiny. And it's like, yes. I don't want, that's not the thing I want. This is the thing yeah. I want. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm going to say 25 on this car. I think it's going to get, because it's original. I think it's going to find some money and it's on the right platform. So yeah, yeah, let's go. JP knows a thing or two because he's owned yeah. a thing or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did right there. All JK. right, what else we got? Last one, and uh, I'll be curious to know, uh, I think like when I first remember Jay, uh, Jay Lamb, he was driving a Japanese car. Let's see what he says about this one. JP, also on Bring a Trailer, offered to us out of Washingtonville, New York, is what looks to be an original 31,000-mile example of a 1978 mm. Datsun 280Z with what I think the coolest feature on this car didn't come from Dotson. It's these period-correct 14-inch Koenig wheels, of which there are five. So even the spare is one of these aftermarket, but correct, period-correct aftermarket Koenig wheels. And Koenig is still in business today. Uh, really nice car, nice car in sterling silver. Uh, it's fuel-injected, 2.8 liter. I think it makes like 170 horsepower, but that's not the point of these early cars. They were inexpensive Um and easy to run and they made you feel like a hero four-speed manual transmission and these cars have become legend now 240s are starting to break the bank 260s they only made for about five minutes because the 260 was i think john correct me if i'm wrong an answer to an emission problem where they made more displacement but they still uh, achieved less horsepower so they only made 260s for like five weeks and then they started making 280s where they went bigger still on the displacement and then finally got more power and a better performing car than the original 240. Is that the correct uh, anthology of the history of these early Z cars or did I just make that up to try and sound like I know what I'm talking about? I say you sound like you know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. exactly about right. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And I learned that since we started right. doing the show because I've done a, a few deep dives on these. Our good friend Chachi Ramirez down in uh, Slowtown uh, is restoring the 280Z and he's making kind of a resto hot rod out of it. Uh, I can't wait till that car is done, uh, JP. We'll see him on a rally mm -hmm. or two. Uh, but Jay Lamb, you ever owned an early Z? What do you think of these? Yeah, things? well, actually, uh, you must see a I... ton of them on Lemons, right? Oh, yeah. No, we, we do see a ton of them. I have owned, I've owned a 75 280. I owned a 73 240 forever. Uh -huh, um, there you go. Pretty great cars. I got to say, though, you're 100% right. The 260 was sort of a one-year, not a very successful solution in 74. The <laughs> wheels, though, those are, those are the plastic factory wheel covers that just look like real wheels. I, so they, I think this guy, th this guy in the ad, they're listing it as he may also have that. I mean, he may also have a set of wheels, but those things right there, those yeah. are just the factory wheel covers. Oh, wow. Well, very yeah. Sure and they, like and they look great. Yeah. And they I don't look, know anything about great. these. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that's 75 to 70, whatever it was, seven. I think well, there you go. It, I, I only know that because I had a 75 for years and years. And it always, I was always torn because it's like, well, on the one hand, you don't want to have wheel covers on your stupid car. And, and I always thought early Z cars, the whole reliance on wheel covers uh, was yeah. just preposterous. Like the first couple of years, they ruined that car. And that's why all the dealer, uh, all the dealer option slot mags were on those cars because they just yeah. came with the wheel covers. Anyway, I was always torn with my 75 because on the one hand, wheel covers on the other, they look fantastic. They look yeah. so good on that car. So I, I, I don't know, you know, I'm a big fan of these. I think they've gotten crazy expensive and yeah. it used to be after 73, between 73 and the Donna that, well, even into the ZXs, um, yeah. You couldn't get you couldn't get a dollar for them because once they became small oh. cars, nobody wanted them. Right. Now these things have gotten crazy, crazy, crazy. So, well, did you did you see a couple years ago when that Franklin Mint car went for three hundred grand on BAT? It, it, like no, I, BAT. I didn't. Yeah, I so didn't. there was a, a, an all original dark green car that was a two forty Z owned by the guy yeah. who owns the Franklin Mint, and the car was yeah. museum quality. It had like yeah. you know a, like two miles on it or whatever. Anyways, yeah. uh, it went on BAT. Two guys fought over it. Up to hundred thousand dollars, up to one fifty, up to two hundred, yeah. and it sold for three hundred grand, and it was just bananas. And and then yeah. it's really pulled up the values of these cars, yeah. and we've seen a flood of them come to market. But this one looked to be particularly nice, uh, and JP and I both appreciate any kind of uh, like cool Japanese sports car. Yeah. I've never really owned or operated one of these, but JP, you must have had one Z car or two in your life, right? Never of this. It, no, actually, really? I've only had ZXs. I've only had uh, like yeah. 80s the, the 90s, 90s styles. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> well, so anyway. look, the thing about this car that's really ticking me off is, I mean, it looks great. Um, the interior is remarkably nice. There's all kinds of pictures showing that, uh, you know, the, 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 gosh darn it, the sun shades and everything like that are all in good condition. But Look, this is this is a this is one of these examples where I think the other platforms need to be paying attention right now, and and some of the platforms uh, need some help. Right, um, there is an opportunity here. Uh, looking at this ad, uh, this says to me that BAT has become such a juggernaut that they are not even looking behind them. When you see, uh, when you're watching football and some receiver catches the ball and he's got nothing but space in front of him and he's running along and, you know, he takes time to look behind him and someone tackles him. Uh, but if he didn't take that time to look behind him, he would have just run and, uh, and scored. scored a touchdown, right? This is one of these situations where BAT just doesn't give an F. They don't care anymore. They are allowing this ad on their platform, and this ad is garbage. This is an absolute piece of crap ad. All of the photos are <laughs> vertical with a cell phone. They are shot right. horribly. This is a beautiful car that deserves some attention. It deserves photography. It deserves... Uh, it is, we need to see the romanticism of this car, too, just like some of the other classic cars. This is an opportunity for cars and bids. This is an opportunity for P car market. This is a big opportunity for rad for sale. And I think rad for sale in particular, uh, this is where you can make a platform because BAT doesn't give a crap anymore. They started out by saying, you want to be on our platform. You better bring it. You better bring a great car and you better photograph it. Well, you better present this thing and make our platform look good. Um, P car market, I think is actually 
doing a fairly decent job at that. They're trying at least. I think sometimes they fail, but I think for the most part, I don't think PCAR market would let a bunch of vertical photos on their platform. Um, you know, cars and bids, Doug DeMiro couldn't care less about aesthetics. He's just like, no. whatever. Uh, Rad for sale is sitting there and go, they've let some pretty crappy cars onto their platform and I think it's really hurt them. This right here, uh, I don't think Rad for sale would let a bunch of vertical photos on there, but maybe they would. And here's the opportunity limit what you're allowing on your platform, even if it means you don't have enough cars because BAT doesn't care. There's, there is an opportunity to be the platform that says you have to bring the nicest, coolest, best presented cars uh, or we're not letting you on here. And that will bolster your uh, platform. And, this is just, and, this is embarrassing. And, and as a consigner, you, you owe it Sorry. to yourself to spend the money. If you have a special sports car or a special mm -hmm. car in, in general, you owe it to yourself to spend $100 or $150 on photos. You will get thousands more for your car in almost every case. It's definitely worth the investment. And yeah, these pictures are pretty bad. Photo number 72, he's taking a picture of the Nissan etched glass in the back window. And you can literally see the consigner and his cell phone it's almost like a mirror image of him in the photo it's really bad so i uh, i understand what you're saying jp it gets uh, me angry i'm sorry guys this, yeah, i'm yeah, just yeah. This really just like <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> oh my goodness so, so you guys pay attention to this way more than anybody else because this is right. what you're doing here yeah. Yeah. so yeah. has the sale of bat i mean have you seen yes. Yes. It, are they are they getting a volume push from above? For I sure. Mean, clearly, oh, they are. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Hearst, Hearst Media is diluting the product, um, but they have, you know, believe it or not, they've expanded. They were running like seventy. It got up to like seventy to eighty cars a day. So they added Saturday and Sunday, and now they're still running sixty-five. They're back up to like yeah. sixty-five, almost seventy yeah. cars a day, seven days a week. Yeah. And they'll allow almost anything on. Previously, they would never have taken like a Porsche Cayenne. Now they'll take a Porsche Cayenne. So like, you know, the idea that it was a special interest car, it's just, you know, it, 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 all that's going out the window. It's just about making the money. Um, they will eventually run it into the ground and somebody will emerge to challenge them. Uh, and it's kind of fun for us to see who that might be. We were really hopeful that Radwood would take a, a big chunk, uh, but they're struggling just to find cars. So it's, it, you know, and um Anyway, whatever. We can go on and on about that. But let's let's finish up this car yeah. and, and uh, call it a day. Uh, our 1978 Datsun 280Z out of Washingtonville, New York, showing just 31,000 original miles. Despite a poor uh, attempt at market, this looks to be a really nice example. So if you can... If you could find it in your heart to save a couple bucks by not getting a 240 and getting yourself a 280, this might be the one to have. With two and a half hours to go, it's at $33,250. Uh, and I think this car's got another 10 grand in it. So I'm going to go, I'm going to say it will break 40 grand and go $43,000. Uh, Jay Lamb, higher or lower? Oh, God. You know, to me, this should be a $16,000 car. Like, so it's, a, yeah, so it's really hard for me to wrap my brain around it. Where is it now? Um, it's at, uh, give me a second. I parked it 33,000 with oh. two and a half hours in New York. Well, it's on the I'm, East Coast too. I, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make up a number. I'm gonna say 41. 
There you go. That's a good number. I don't right know. Yeah. yeah, you did good. You did good. That's you probably don't win like I all mean, of them today. To get a clean, clean to get a clean 911 SC, uh, you know, in this condition, you're probably looking at you know in the 50s now. So something like this is actually these cars are actually kind of sliding into that old 911 SC slot. Um, yeah. And I'm gonna bid 39 and just be like, what the hell? Uh, but yeah, I think it could break 40. I don't think it will. Um, I think these if the if they took better photos, uh, I think more people would have noticed the ad in the first place. But I think a lot of people are probably going to pass over this car just because they're like, well, I don't know what's going on here. This guy's an idiot. Move. So, yeah, uh, that's my that's my bid. And uh, we'll see how it goes. But um, all right, guys. Well, there you go. That's a lot of cars in one day. What do you think, Jay? Well, I'm exhausted. I'm <laughs> Oh my goodness! That's so so funny. are we? We're going back to bed, yeah. uh, guys. Yeah. This is uh, this has been another uh, bid nerd, your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day on all the automotive enthusiast auction sites. Jay, do you have anything you want to plug? Any events coming yeah. up? Yeah. What, what are the next two? What are the next two races? What's what? Give us a, uh, a shout well. The next thing we got we got a race at Ginger Man this weekend, and I think there's a race at uh, ORP. Where, where are after. those for the uninitiated? Where is Gingerman uh, yeah. Raceway? Gin, Gingerman right? Ginger is right between Chicago and Detroit. It's in South Haven, Michigan. And okay. ORP is in the middle of nowhere in Oregon. I mean, it's dead center in the middle of the state. And if oh, wow. you are not camping at the track for the endurance race, you are driving an hour to the nearest Motel 6. So I'm just saying don't come to ORP to watch because it's a long way away. It's but, out there. Uh, what I don't know. Then we go to Thompson, and then we go to. We were just at Sebring. We're all the hell over the place. I can't even keep it straight. How many events do you typically do in a twelve month season? Couple dozen. That's amazing. And oh, and that's just races. I mean, then we do. Then Al, you know, Alan Galbraith does the Concourse of Lemons. There's five or six of those. We do five rallies. It's just wow. a lot of junk. Yeah. Is there a Concourse of Lemons in California each year? There is. There's one on uh, Monterey weekend. It's yes. the Friday, the Friday morning of Monterey weekend, and the price is. Alan has determined the exact correct ticket price is free. It's no, that's in, good. That's good. It's in Seaside, and free is the price that people want to pay for that. Uh, so JP and I will save down. our money. JP and I will start saving go. our money now, so we can go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's slightly a... overpriced. It. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys considering raising the price for the requirement for a lemons car? I mean, how much... well, we talk about that a lot, but you know, the truth is, there's only a handful of cars where it even matters anymore. I mean, if you're not going to come and win your class, if you don't have a prayer of winning your class. Who cares if you're just yeah. there to go have fun and you're not going to dominate? Who cares? So we talk about it. And but, you know, the fact is most of these cars, they're not five hundred dollar cars. They're free cars. I mean, mm. if you bring a, again, you can find a first generation Boxster with a couple of a couple of bad sensors on it or hair on the title. That's a free car. <laughs> so whether whether our limits five hundred dollars or a thousand, you're still going to have guys who can figure out a way to get a five series BMW or a Boxster or something like that. And the good news is. They're never going to win because you try running those cars for 24 hours. Good luck. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Uh, so far now, 500 is a nice round number, and I'm too lazy to change it. And it, 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 there's no thing where uh, somebody could just take your car for $500 anymore, right? That well, was... I can do it. I, I So the, there is a claiming rule. It's that yeah. me, the organizer, yeah. I can claim any car for $500. But here's, the, here's a little dirty secret. I don't want your crappy-ass car. Like, I've done that. <laughs> I claimed a dude's S600, um, mostly because he didn't want to take it home. 
and I claimed the motor. <laughs> Pratt and Miller at, at Ginger Man, Pratt and Miller brought this incredibly cheaty Camaro with like a roller rocker small block. And yeah. I just bought my Kellison. I'm like, uh, uh, look, dude, that's a $20,000 motor. I'm totally claiming that. So I yeah. claimed that car, but then I, did, I didn't make them give me the, the motor. But, oh, that's funny. Uh, you know. Yeah. You know, oh my God. The, the point funny. is, the, the yeah. point is, uh, don't get not to, yeah, exactly. The, the point is not to overthink it. Uh, the yeah. point is just bring a crappy car and nobody will give you a heartburn. That's awesome. Oh, Jay, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. That was really fun. Yeah, very good. Uh, we'll probably be down to visit our buddies at uh, Radwood and Driving Well Awesome one of these days in Santa Cruz. So we will look you up if we're, if we're together in the Bay Area. Thank you again fantastic. again for coming on today. JP, that's Great the show. That is. Jay, you were fantastic. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Thanks for, for watching everybody out there in the bid nerd nerd herd. I can, yeah, I'm done with the show. I'm, I can't speak. <laughs> <laughs>